What's up, tribe? This is Coach Nadine. I'm going to be going through your group class programming for the week of November 28th through December 3rd. So let's just jump right in. All right, Monday, November 28th, we have a steady state workout. It is going to be eight minutes on, three minutes off for a total of two sets. And you're going to be rotating through six strict chin-ups with a two-second hold at the top, 12 rotational plate ground to overhead, and 18 wall sit plate truck drivers. You are going to be restarting on round two, and the goal is to maintain similar pacing across both rounds and either match or beat your previous score from round one. So with those strict chin-ups, this is going to be with the palms facing toward you. Again, you start at a dead hang, so full extension with the arms. You're pulling all the way up so that chin is basically sitting over the bar. We don't want to be like breaking our neck to be able to get the chin up over, but you're going to pull yourself up so that chin is over and you were going to hold two seconds at the top and then lower down with control to that dead hang. We do want to try and get just a quick pause at the bottom just so we do make sure that we are at a dead hang and we're not just bouncing out of the bottom um, or kind of shortchanging that rep and then only going to about like half full extension. We want to make sure the elbows are fully locked out and then go back into that next rep. With those 12 rotational plate ground to overhead, instead of just touching that plate down in front of the body, we are going to actually rotate so the plate touches down outside of one leg. You're going to explode up. So think about trying to press the feet through the floor, locking out the legs, squeezing the glutes, punching up overhead, bring that plate back down to the chest, and then you're going to go to the other side. So still pushing the hips back into that deadlift, but you're just going to kick the hips out to the side. So then you can touch that plate down on the other side and then again exploding up trying to focus on squeezing the glute getting a little bit of that shoulder shrug and then punching up overhead and you were going to be doing 12 total of those not 12 on each side um and then 18 wall sit plate truck truck drivers so with this one you like it sounds you're going to be in a wall sit so we do want the knees to be at about 90 degrees and we want the feet pretty much directly underneath the knees. Sometimes when we get into this wall sit, the feet are too far out in front um, and there's too big of an angle with the knee and we're not actually loading the quads the way that we want to. And then same thing, if the feet are too close, then you're almost putting too much stress on the knee. So you want the ankles and the feet directly underneath the knee. So that is right at 90 degrees. Um, and then you're going to, you are going to have the arms extended straight out in front. And then with a plate, you are going to be rotating from the shoulder rotating the plate so you're gonna start with both hands um to the side so if this makes any sense but you're gonna start with both hands to the side arms extended straight out in front you're gonna rotate with the shoulders so that the hands are now top and bottom on um on the plate you're gonna rotate back to your starting position so the hands are to the side and then you're gonna rotate to the other side so the other hand that was on the bottom is now on top and then you're going to rotate back. That would be two reps, um, but you are going to do 18 total. So it's going to be nine in each direction. And then you're going to go back up to the top with the strict chin-ups. And you're going to keep rotating through this as many times as you can um, within the eight-minute window. Once that eight-minute window is up, you're going to rest three minutes. And then, like I said, you are going to restart on round two. And then you're trying to match or beat that same score that you got from round one. All right, moving on to Tuesday. This is November 29th. We have, a, we have an endurance workout for today. It is going to be... To 22 minutes and you're going to be rotating through a 24 calorie row, 16 strict knees to chest, 48 double, double unders or 48 single unders and eight burpee box jump overs. So that 24 calorie row that should be taking no more than two minutes. I would say anywhere from a minute and a half to two minutes if it is going to be taking you longer than two minutes so we can cut those calories down or just cap the row at two minutes and then just try and repeat that number of calories that you got in the two minute window every time. 
Um, and then 16 strict knees to chest. Again, we're not kipping. We want to focus on starting in almost like this hollow body position. So again, we're hanging from the bar. We don't want to be relaxed. So the back is arched. We want to think about kind of crunching down the core, drawing that belly button into the spine. We want the legs fully extended and the feet just slightly in front of the upright. That is going to keep a little bit more tension on the core. You're just going to bring the knees up to the chest right around 90 degrees or a little bit higher and then control them back down again at that full extension. The feet are still slightly in front of the upright. 48 double unders or 48 singles. We are going to keep the reps the same just so we're not getting too hung up on one movement or the other. They should be taking about the same amount of time. And then eight burpee box jump over. So this is a burpee all the way to the floor. So chest to the floor. When you jump or step up from the burpee, you're going to jump on top of the box and then you're going to step over to the other side. I do want you guys to get a step off of the box instead of jumping off of the box just because there is a risk with jumping off of the box that if you land the wrong way, you can really injure yourself. And that's not what we want to be doing in a class workout. So again, burpee chest to the floor, stand up, jump on the box, step over to the other side. That is one rep. And you were going to do eight of those. That box height should be something that you are fairly comfortable with. I would say if you typically jump to a 20 inch box, stick with a 20 inch box for this, just because this is a very cardio intensive workout. Um, and you don't want to be getting hung up on the height of the box or potentially missing the box because um, you're breathing pretty heavy on this one. So um, just something to keep in mind with that. If we can't row, we can definitely bike. If it's a nice day, we can also run as well. Um, and then with those strict knees to chest too, um, if we feel pretty good with the strict knees to chest and that movement isn't too much of a challenge, then we can either one, add weight to it by holding a dumbbell or a slam ball in between, in between the feet or we can go into a strict toes to bar. And then in that case, I would say probably drop the reps down a little bit to about 10 or 12 reps is what I would say if we go to a strict toes to bar. Again, shouldn't be something that you're getting hung up on on the reps. You should be able to do this in about two sets. But again, if the 16 strict knees to chest is pretty easy, then we can always progress that up. All right. Moving on to Wednesday, this is November 30th. We have a power workout. It is going to be six minutes on, three minutes off for a total of two sets. And we're going to have almost two mini workouts here. So first six-minute window, you were going to be rotating through six tempo deadlifts at a 3-0-X-1 tempo, and then six tempo dumbbell bench presses at a 2-2-X-1 tempo. So... Real quick on this one, with the tempo deadlifts, this is written for a barbell. It is going to be a three-second eccentric lowering, so you are going to stand up fast, again, maintaining good position, but stand up fast from the from the ground, one-second pause at the top, three-second eccentric all the way down. And then with those tempo dumbbell bench presses, it is an explosive press up, one-second pause at the top with the dumbbells up overhead, and then a two-second controlled lowering all the way down, two-second pause with the dumbbells just hovering right above the chest, and then explode back up. The dumbbells are going to start at the top though. So again, when we start the movement, it doesn't start from the bottom. The dumbbells start up overhead to begin the movement. You're going to do that as many times as you can within a six minute window, rest three minutes. And then on set two, in a six minute window, you are rotating through 12 heavy Russian kettlebell swings and 12 dips. So we're still working the same um, muscle groups just in a different way on set two. So set one, we're doing a lot more strength focused work, slower tempo stuff, 
um, and a lot of time under tension for the body. And then set number two is more explosive, higher rep work, um, getting a little bit more of a muscle burn on this one. So with those heavy Russian kettlebell swings, again, they're just about to eye level, but if you are pretty comfortable with a certain weight, for example, if you typically swing a 26 pound kettlebell for something that is about 15 reps or more, this is something where you can probably go up to like a 35 pound kettlebell. Typically with Russian, we can go a little bit heavier since we're not bringing it all the way up overhead. And those 12 dips should be done in two sets at the absolute most. You shouldn't be doing this in three sets. This should be like a six, come off, shake it out real quick, six, or if you can go 12 unbroken, then that's great too. And again, you're rotating through that as many times as you can within the six minute window. All right, moving on to Thursday. This is going to be December 1st. So we are going to be going into a sprint workout. It is going to be an alternating every minute on the minute for 18 minutes. So a total of six sets. Um, minute number one, you are going, you are just doing one set of six box pike walkouts and 12 slam ball thruster tosses with whatever time is left of that minute. You get to rest minute two. You are doing a nine or six calorie bike sprint at 100% effort, or I put 110% because you really should not have anything left in the tank when you do this. Um, so 20 to 30 seconds, 30 seconds at most, um, you're going to have that one minute to rest, and then you're going to get an additional minute to rest. So we're, what we're looking for here is just a fast power output on that bike. You should be working um, pretty much like you shouldn't really be holding anything back on this. When we say sprint, we mean go as fast as you can. I would also kind of listen to your body too, where if you feel like this sprint is taking you up to 30 seconds and you just don't have enough time to recover um, within the one and a half minute rest, then drop it down to like a 20 second sprint or even a 15 second sprint so you can go max effort feel like you have enough time to recover to be able to push the same output. Um, the first movement of the first minute of work should not be a sprint. So I don't want you guys to be treating it like it is one. I want you guys to treat it like it's just good quality movement. You can have a fast turnaround, fast cycle rate for these, but it shouldn't be something that you're like blowing your brains out on because you want to have enough energy to be able to blow your brains out on the bike sprint. So again, minute one, you are doing box pike walkouts, 12 slam ball thruster tosses, whatever time is left is rest. You should have about 30 seconds or so to rest. Um, and then minute two, nine, six calorie bike sprint, whatever time is left is rest. You should have about 30 seconds left of that minute to rest. And then minute three is an additional minute of rest. And you are going to repeat that six times through. All right, moving on to Friday. This is December 2nd. So we have another steady state workout for the week. It is going to be 15 minutes and you're going to be rotating through a 25 foot dumbbell forward low bear crawl, 15 bent knee reverse hypers with a two second pause at the top, 25 foot dumbbell backwards low bear crawl, and then 15 single ring supinated ring rows. And you're going to be going through that as many times as you can within the 15 minute window. So with those dumbbell low bear crawls, you are going to have both hands on dumbbells. And then as you're walking forward, you're going to be lifting up the dumbbells. We don't want to be rowing the dumbbells up. The arms stay locked out. You're just going to have a little extra weight to the hands as you're walking forward. Nothing changes with your bear crawl position. You're still going opposite hand, opposite foot as you're walking forward. You're still keeping the head up and trying to look forward on this. We're just adding a little bit extra dif difficulty by having something to lift up, um, to lift up with the hands. Um, if this is something I know some of you guys tend to, it doesn't really feel that good holding on to dumbbells, um, and that's okay. So if that's something that causes you any type of wrist pain, hand pain, anything like that, 
we can change this up by also making it more difficult than a typical bear crawl by putting your feet on sliders and kind of sliding the feet back and forth as you're walking forward and as you're walking back. There's another way that we can make this bear crawl just a little bit more difficult than it typically is without causing any type of additional strain or pain on the hands or the wrist. Um, if the bear crawl itself is a pretty challenging movement to do for 25 feet, then you can just do a regular low bear crawl. That is also fine too. Um, with the bent knee reverse hypers, you are going to be on a bench or a box. Personally, I like to kind of do these on a bench with, with the bent knees because when you bring the knees in, you can have a little bit more um, range of motion coming in versus the box um, that's going to stop you. The bench, there is a little bit more room underneath it since it's not just like a straight line down. Um, so I would try and use a um, bench for this. If we don't have enough benches, you can definitely use a box and you'll get a very similar stimulus out of this as well. Um, and then if you're someone where the reverse hypers are just really, really tough on the back, you're someone that has just a really sensitive back or you have a history of back issues or back injuries, then we can definitely go into um, 15 supermans on the ground too that tends to be just a little bit better. Um, you're able to focus a little bit more on pushing the abs into the into the floor versus on the bench where it's just a little bit tougher to stabilize because the hips are off of the bench. So that's also an option as well. Um, with those single ring supinated ring rows, you guys know this one, we've done this a bunch of times. We are gonna have the palms up on this one. Um, and then you're just using one ring. So instead of each hand having a ring, you have one ring. So the hands are pretty narrow in. You're still pulling that ring all the way to the chest so it touches the chest. Um, and then you're controlling that back out. Make sure that you are having the same tempo in, same tempo out. We're not just pulling in controlled and then basically like letting ourselves fall down. You don't want to be flopping to the bottom. You still want to control that all the way to the bottom to that full extension as well. All right, moving on to Saturday. This is December 3rd and we have a power workout to finish off the week. It is going to be two minutes on, one minute off for a total of six sets or 18 minutes. So you are going to be rotating through six barbell hang squat cleans, six barbell alternating leg front rack lunges, and six barbell push presses. And you're going to be going through that as many times as you can within the two minutes and you are going to be picking up where you left off on each round. Um, these are all written for a barbell. You do not have to use a barbell, but whatever you do use for this, you want to be using the same piece of equipment across all of the movements. So if you are doing um, a, a hang squat clean with, for example, a 45 pound barbell, then you also want to be doing the front rack lunges and the push press with a 45 pound barbell as well. If you're doing the hang squat cleans with 20 pound dumbbells, then you want to be using 20 pound dumbbells for the front rack lunges and the push press as well. So I would base what weight you use um, and what piece of equipment you use off of what your basically your limiter movement is. For a lot of you guys, it's probably going to be either the push press or the lunges. Um, the lunge is going to be a little bit tougher stability wise. The push press is going to be a little bit tougher strength wise. So kind of try out both with the barbell and the dumbbell. Try out different weights and kind of see what is most appropriate for you. Um, and then... If you do kind of get into the workout and you realize that your weight after that first round is just way too heavy or it's way too light, you can always adjust it after that first round. I would say after the second round, whatever you have on your bar or whatever you're using for dumbbells, I would really try and stick with across all of the sets. All right, guys, that is what we have you for you for this week. If you guys have any questions, please reach out to Andrew or I and we can help you guys out. Um, but we're super excited to see you guys in class this week.